Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Well, the series that we have been in is on heart-centered life and leadership, and we are on the leadership section now starting as of yesterday. Uh, If you're just joining us, I would encourage you to go back and listen from the very beginning so you can understand what heart-centered life is from a science as well as a medical and a um, a tangible, practical day-to-day And uh, we are going to continue with what we started yesterday. I had mentioned to you a couple of things that I want to remind you of. Number one, we're not talking about just leadership and career, although this is a big piece of what we're we're going to be discussing and is something I speak on often in front of uh, uh, companies as well as uh, large audiences. But it also has to do with the leadership you have every day in your life. So whether you're a parent, which, I mean, all of us are probably leading either children or grandchildren or even just communities or groups around us. I mean, whether you have children or not, we're all leading somebody in our lives. So this is going to impact you at every level of life. And I would encourage you to stay on with us and, and even share this with others who may benefit in the area of leadership. And I believe, and believe me, this will impact your life in ways you can't even imagine. If you're looking to leave a legacy, this is the podcast series for you. So I mentioned also yesterday a book called Heart-Centered Leadership that is a fantastic book on specifically on heart-centered leadership, and it's by Susan Steinbrecher and Joel Bennett. Joel Bennett is a PhD, uh, and I've mentioned some quotes from that book yesterday. I also recommend that book. So uh, she was asked, actually, Susan was asked, you know, how do you encourage the leaders to be open-minded? I asked them to reflect on a time in their career when being open-minded paid big dividends and why. See, what that does is that helps people take ownership of their own thoughts and how they will project themselves onto others. Uh, They'll begin to see things through the eyes of empathy and eyes of understanding. I also, she says, I also asked them to tell me of a time when they were not open-minded and what happened. So now, She's getting them to see, look, you know, if you're not, if you're not being open-minded, you're going to miss out on some of the biggest and the best opportunities to either understand an individual, help an individual, or perhaps even change your world around you by the communication you have with this individual. And the perceptions, of course, make the biggest difference. She says, I find that if people can reflect on their own experiences, they can piece together the benefits of being open-minded much faster than me pointing out the rewards of it. Another approach she uses is to ask leaders to imagine how differently they would communicate with an associate if grounded in this key principle. And here's the key principle. People have positive intentions. Now, most, I mean, really the majority of the population have positive intentions. Now, there are, of course, there are some who are mentally ill. They have issues that have, you know, happened probably earlier in life. They didn't process things well. we talked about the whole neuroplasticity where you know you're wiring your brain constantly either to the positive or negative and for those of you that haven't heard this before I'll just mention it quickly for those that have this is a great reminder I'll keep it short but to the point you have 100 billion neurons in your brain uh, you have since you were a baby and as you're thinking thoughts 400 billion actions per second of electric energy are going off firing off between the neurons Hebb's law says neurons that fire together wire together 
So you're building neural pathways, neural networks, whether they're positive or negative, and it then is forming how you see and perceive life, uh, relationships, leadership, you know, uh, people, the society that you live around, you know, how to handle challenges, how resilient you are, how confident you are. It's all creating how you see life and how you manage life on a day-to-day. But the cool thing with neuroplasticity is you can rewire your brain and actually unwire any bad thinking patterns or habits you've had. So, again, we go back to understanding that perceptions are going to mold and shape your future, both as a person and as a leader. Well, I promised you yesterday we were going to start diving into 21 things that would define if you are a heart-centered leader. So let's go ahead and dive into those. Um, And, you know, we're going to take our time on this. I don't know how long it takes to get through it, but I think these are really, really important. And again, life-changing. So number one on the list is you tell the truth. Uh, People are not going to be able to trust you if they don't even know what you're saying is going to be something of integrity, something that you're going to back, something you're going to stay committed to. And we, that means we also need to be transparent. You know, we need to be willing to, you know, hey, I made a mistake. I'm, 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 I goofed. I'm sorry. You know, I'll figure out what we got to do from here. You know, and if, if you have a better plan, I'm willing, you know, I'm open to be to, to listening to how you want to re- rearrange this, you know, or what suggestions might you have to correct this. You know, being honest with, it's okay to make mistakes because everybody makes them. Always tell the truth. Always be transparent. I, I, I've read before, and I so agree with this, that when you, uh, when you make a mistake, people can forgive you because we all make them, right? But if you do something to damage your integrity, then it, it may or may not ever come back because once you've damaged your integrity, it's very hard for people to trust you again. So you want to be somebody who always tells the truth, okay? Number two, You trust your associates or your children, okay? And I'm not saying necessarily, you know, I'm not going to pinpoint what age group we're talking about here. I mean, you have to figure that out. But at some point, you have to begin trusting your children and you have to let them make mistakes. If we're talking about your associates or we're talking about your, you know, your team, those that you lead in your life, you've got to trust them to do the right thing. As I said to you earlier, and and this is actually was a quote uh, we started out with, with uh, Susan Steinbrecher, and is that, you know, you approach with, people having the positive intentions. Now, positive intentions don't always mean they're going to do the right thing, but you got to give them a chance to really think it through and give them the autonomy to make those decisions. So a heart-centered leader is going to, in other words, let's put this in short term, they're going to believe in their people. I'm telling you something, when you believe in other people, That is the most powerful, most heart-centered thing you can do as a leader. Believing in your team, believing in your children, believing in the people in your life. When you believe in them, you empower them to do great things and you empower them to do the right things. Putting confidence in them, standing behind them, trusting them to do the right thing and thinking the best of them. That is a heart-centered leader. Okay, so someone who would... Con, you know, controversially, or I don't know if I said that right, but um, con- contrarily, if you are somebody who thinks, always thinks that your 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 team or your kids are going to do the wrong thing, oh yeah, you know they're always like that. I, I know they're going to do this. Yep, I I just know it. They're going to do this. If you're always thinking the worst of them, then guess what? That's what you're going to get, because what you believe in them is what's going to come back to you. We run out of time for today. I think that was a powerful point. We'll pick up right here tomorrow. I have to have a story I'd like to share with you on that. 
It's Michelle Steffes with your journey to greatness through routine. Remember, it's the little things you do every day, even in leadership, that make the biggest difference. Have an amazing day, and thank you for joining me.